Porn's is a real podcast. I'm Dan Fregolette. I'm here with Sylvia Sage. Thank you for joining me virtually. Yeah. We're, uh, we're so doing over we're, virtual meets. We figured out technology. No, you figured out technologies. I did nothing. I maybe didn't figure out technology. We'll find out afterwards. Every time I've done one of these things, the audio does not match the video, and I'm not smart yeah. enough to figure it out. Oh, so then we just look like we're speaking like in French, and then it's like dubbed over. Yeah, exactly. Love it. So I have I me separate. So either way, uh, mine is gonna line up perfect. But we'll know how. Oh, so yours. I only look terrible. That's the best. Maybe, maybe. Right. So yeah. So wait. So give us. A, can you give us like a mini tour of your place? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can. I mean, you're on a ring light. I can take it off of the ring light for now. So it's not Please have this fun oh, opportunity. Oh, look at this. Living room. There's a giant sleeping cat. And uh, that's my um, motorcycle. Motorcycle. Wow. It's been a long time since I've seen real cars. Um, well, it, it's not not. It, it's a cycle and it has a motor. <laughs> anyway, my stationary bike I only got since quarantine. So, and then we're in my kitchen. So this is just my kitchen. Oh, I see. There. You love, oh, this is some behind the scenes shit. You love this like triple photo thing. The photos? It's just Yeah, that's a triptych. It's just because they were um, online and they were easy buys. That's yeah. all it really was. And it's like- Then I'm you got one over the couch. I'm a very quick decorator, yeah. Oh, that's New York City, by the way, over on my couch. Oh, let's go see it. Did you ever live in New York? I- didn't live in New York, but I just spend so much time there. In the past, like, three to five years, I've just spent, like, more and more time in New York City, and I consider it, like, my second home because it's, like, where a good portion of my income comes from. So sure. my second home. Can you shoot porn in New York? Um, we don't ask questions. Fair enough. I started the podcast that. thinking I could totally do it in New York, but it wasn't a thing that seemed This is my favorite. I haven't been everywhere, but it's on my list. I'm a list maker. I am like obsessive. Even in quarantine, I have lists. Do you want to see my list? Yes. This is my today's list. I am a crazy human being just because I like to podcast. check Boom, that's us. Baby, I'm on buy it. bike. I got to buy a bike. I'm going to go buy a bike. Yeah. Uh, mailbox? What's that? Because my mailbox isn't here because I have a fan mailbox, so I don't have a Your space box. in my home. So yeah. I'm going to my fan mailbox where it will like inevitably have gifts, which is the best. So you got to teach me how to live that lifestyle. I'm oh, never going to ask shot. This is great. Playtime. Yeah, this is a good mirror here. This is uh, the hallway. This is the vision board. One of many. I have a lot oh, of wow. I thought vision boards were just pictures of random shit. Well, this is really just my goals. And like, I have all my Instagram times of when are good times to post. And you know, oh, wow. like, goals. 2020 now, goals. I'm trying to understand why is it that I can post at two o'clock East Coast and that's somehow like how is that a good time if the world is on different it's because it's based on analytics and so it's based on when more people are going to be online to see the post yeah but so what if all of my followers are in South Africa then should I ignore my Google search about when's the best time to search 
Um, like best time to post, I mean? Well, I don't really know. My assistant gives me those numbers. So you should ask her. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so what's this? Is this Rome? What is this? Okay, so this is, this is my spare bedroom that I, I have I don't realize now. you're still on the tour. Oh, yeah, I saw this. That you put this yeah, up I've on uh, the decoration thing. You went to Wayfair. Yeah, I did. Absolutely. And I put together this whole bed all by myself. I'm so proud of it. Okay. A little twin bed. Um, it's like and a then day I made bed. Myself it is a day bed. That's I say twin bed because they're twin mattresses. Sorry, that was my bed. It is a day bed. But there's two, so I can have multiple yeah. guests. Slumber and it's like party. a prison. It's like a prison in here, so no one wants to stay too long, which I really like. And I've got my gym floor, and my weights, and my ball, and my bands because I'm a crazy person. And I'm. So oh, that's the the workout bands. You got mirrors everywhere. Do you yeah, film in your apartment? Of course I do. It's my home. Yeah. Right. My no, office like that I stuff. now have. Look at me. I've been like reading it. in my office. It's so nice. What I'm are like, you reading? Have, right now I'm reading a book called Sex at Dawn and it's fucking fantastic. And I truly recommend it to like, like I will go and like, and when they do signings, like I would go and meet these people. Like that's how like impressed by this read it, it is. Like really, really good. It's a New York Give Times us a quick book review. Book. Tell us. Oh God. Well, it's, it is like how we mate, why we stray and what it means for modern relationships. And it's basically like, takes you all the way back as far as like Charles Derwin. And there's, they're not necessarily knocking Derwin, like, you know, the things that he came up with, like evolution, like these are, he's a very valid um, philosopher and they definitely take him very seriously. But he also kind of makes some claims about sexuality and that, you know, that women are the lesser of the sexual beings and that we don't really, um, have qualities except for to be, you know, the wives and mothers and that women who are more promiscuous are not necessarily of value and, and these types of things. And um, well, so he was speaking, well, first of all, it's like, what is it? The thirties? When is Darwin's? Well, right. And, and the simple fact was, is, I mean, as long as he was an amazing philosopher, he wasn't exactly great with the ladies. He married his cousin, his first cousin, and she was very like, you know, um, stately and proper so they didn't really that's interesting because yeah. he's, so he's all just, about it's evolution very deep and it kind right of gives you like basis of why we are where we are and why we like stereotype sex and sexual women especially right. and why we society has downplayed a sexual woman as to be a lesser being well, or a his lesser perspective mate. i think was always coming from like from an evolutionary mm. discussion right so right. it's like everywhere in society especially leading up to that point and maybe now that's sort of like the point of the podcast is that we do judge the the, the right. sexually strong woman and the promiscuous woman and that sort of thing yes. in a different way so from an evolutionary standpoint that is someone who's not I don't, oh. not, not not likely to populate the repopulate the species but more that it's would be more rare that somebody would choose that person. I think that I'm just trying to cover for Darwin at this point. Right. No, I hear you. I hear but you. I, but you know what's funny is that it was I finally redid this. Who were less picky were less valuable. Like who's that's less picky? What it's, saying. it's saying that the women who were less picky about the men that they let sleep with them, because women were supposed to hold their, you know, 
virginity so sacred and if you were to just give it to anyone especially if he you know weren't your 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 spouse or whatever you know that made you less desirable roger yeah. right i ran the numbers on this thing the other day i was a joke i was working on <laughs> uh this idea of the two last people on earth being able to repopulate the earth right it's uh, uh okay. i finally did the numbers like let's we're the last two people on earth right so you and me have sex we have a child gonna be now beautiful by the way but now what do we sorry do? now we, we have, have to fuck, fuck the kid somebody has yeah. to fuck it or we have to keep having kids and they have to fuck, and they each, can other. fuck each other and we gotta right. go look he doesn't it's not a big deal that it's their sister <laughs> so it doesn't work the, the whole paradigm doesn't work <laughs> but it'd be fun weird family reunions <laughs> but it'd be fun you want to uh, fuck our kids though see now i don't want to fuck you anymore you know see i don't know that i want to fuck our kids <laughs> but if this planet or no plan because that was the one what's this the uh, horse something How about rhino horse what? they had a news story the other day where this one guy of, of a particular species was responsible for like 80 percent of like his, he can trace his genes to like 80% of like the species that's left. There was a panda or some kind of like thing that was about to be extinct. They like what? brought him out. Yeah, it was like a horse or they brought him out. It was an animal. I can't, I'm so, I sound like an idiot because I don't know which animal it was. You kind of sound a little, yeah, a little They brought him out and they made him breed with people and he just kept rebreeding. And so it was like this whole incest thing to repopulate yeah. that species back on the earth. This yeah. is kind of how it works for animals. Yeah, it is. Or we get genetically modified and then we can just make people. Which I think yeah, we're probably already at anyway, you know? No, we're there. Yeah. Bette Midler cloned her dog after he died. Cloned it? Yeah. I would imagine. That makes sense, actually. It's expensive. I mean, I'm not saying, like, I would do it, but I'm saying, like, she's Bette Midler. You have so much money, you don't know what to do with it. And you're like, I really love that dog. I'd like to have that dog. And they're like, we can make that happen. She's like, get me my fucking dog. You know, that's like the most practical application of the cloning, I think, is you get your dog. Yeah. yeah but yeah. that's soon going to be Pet Cemetery. That's soon going to be your My child. My pets that are a year old, and I can't wait until they're dead. Like, I love them, but I'm like, God, they get so much hair everywhere on everything. Yeah, I can't fuck with cats. I love them, but it's like, I can't wait for them to die already. And then we got like, I got like 18 years with cats. It's ridiculous. Maybe you fucking have, 50 before these cats die. You know that? Oh, you're predicting your cat's death. That's interesting. I do the opposite. I'm like worried about when my dog dies and who I'm going to become as a I'm person. I'm worried about dies. one of them dying before the other because I'm worried that they're going to miss each other too much when one of them's gone. That bothers me. They're cats. I don't think they care that much. I think they do. They care. They're sweet. I'm, I've only ever seen the dog missing his dog friend video. I've never seen cat missing his cat friend video. Maybe. Or or whatever. <laughs> maybe. Right? Have you seen depressed cat videos? Hard on the. Maybe it's so sad to see a depressed cat that no one even bothers vid videoing it because they're like, it's too sad. No, because that guy videoed. Probably, no, that guy videoed him uh, putting a cat in a vacuum bag and killing it. So um, I don't think. I fucking that was the worst shit ever. Hold on, I have to sneeze. <laughs> hey. <laughs> God bless you. Okay, that was yeah. Sorry, that was Mother Nature's. Day. It's uh, you're in California, so you're probably pollen count is high. That's Mother Nature's cum shot. Probably, did yeah. I just shoot out some Mother Nature? 
Yeah, do you have allergies? I don't like it. Um, I think I've gotten allergies the older I've gotten, but I never like had them before. I don't think I have a problem with allergies. I'll say mm. that. Okay, every every seven years we change, right? And we get new allergies. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I know that my, our noses and our ears never stop growing, and that's a problem for me. I've got to do something about this nose. I can't let it go any further. Without stop ruining <laughs> your stage name, what is your actual, what's your background? My real life background? Mm -hmm. Well, I worked in medicine. I worked... Um, no, your ethnicity. I'm trying to figure out why you have big nose and ears. Oh, that kind of background. Oh, I have literally no idea. Like, no clue. Um, my dad always just said, you're a Heinz 57 baby, and I've never done one of those tests, so I have no idea. What? I have no What's idea. What's the Heinz 57? Because it's supposed to be like, you know, there's a little bit of everything. And that's what he always oh, say. Oh, okay. You know, I wasn't sure if you were from Pittsburgh. No, he goes, you got a little bit of everything in you. And that was just how we left it. He just, that's just, was my answer. And I never. Nobody in your family's trying to do the 23andMe business? No, not really. I mean, I don't think any of us really care. We're all yeah. kind of just mutts. Like, I'm like so Midwestern mutt. Like, there's definitely nothing impressive about my bloodline. I'll tell you that. You're, yeah, and you're just white enough that it really doesn't matter. Yeah, what exactly. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, you know, everyone wants to think I'm Italian, so I let them think that. But truly, like, it, this is just hair dye and a big nose you know so what color are you what color is your hair supposed to be <laughs> uh so quarantine really let me on to that so i was lucky enough to get my hair done yesterday but uh up until yesterday my roots were like significantly like to here and they were yeah. blonde i always thought it was like a strawberry strawberry red because that was the last known color for me um, <laughs> before I started coloring dark. Um, but it was way blonder. So I'm going to no go. No shit. I'm going to say it's yeah, blonde again. Yeah. This is my theory on blondes. Because my sisters are blonde. A couple of my good friends from college are blondes. But they've never like let the roots go. So it's like, what are you really now? All these blonde people were blonde as children. Right. And then they started right. dying it as soon as it started fading. And it started with like the sun in. It's summer. Let's do the bleachy thing. And of get, course. It's summer. But it's, I don't think any of these people are blonde. And they're like yeah, making have, these claims. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I like this best. That's what I know. So I've yeah. been a lot of hair colors and this is my favorite. So That's the for now, right now, who knows if maybe that changes, but for now. Yeah. When, once, well, they say you change your hair. Women especially change their hair when uh, something traumatic happens. So once your cat dies, maybe you'll change your hair color. Mm -hmm. I'll be 50. Maybe I'll let it go gray. <laughs> Wait, so that makes you, so you were the same age, right? 80s babies? 84, but yeah. Same you do, you do same. advertise. I'm from 83. Yeah. I didn't realize if you advertised yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I advertise it to everybody. I'm like, I am 36 years old, and I look like this. So right. Isn't I'm it nice proud. when you're on the uh, when you're on the wrong proud. side of 30 and you look good? You're like, yeah. I know a lot of people who are 36 who do not look like this, and I'm like, right. <laughs> that's it. when I go on the dating sites and put in my age, <laughs> the catastrophes. That it I is. Find. It I don't, I couldn't imagine what the dude side would look like. I can only speak and it sounds shitty because I'm talking shit about older women, but it's just the age is gross. I'm sure dudes look terrible too. 
Yeah, they do. Yeah. 36 is bad. But you know, I live in Los Angeles, so so it's not as bad because like people like age with plastic surgery out here. So it's yeah, a lot. well, people are hot in big cities. If you're too hot for your city, you move out. You know that you're too hot for your city, right? You're from the Midwest. You were too <laughs> yeah. hot for the Midwest, and you went to some yeah. Other place. Yeah. It's I the felt Darwinism hot there. Of cities. Do what? It's like, it's the Darwinism of, of, of city life is the, the natural Darwin, selection goes yeah. to the hotter place. Wait, so you're from yeah, where no. in the Midwest? St. Louis. Uh, close, Kansas City. Kansas yeah. City. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing the jerseys and such. And yeah. you folks, there. Everybody's, yeah, everybody's there. Well, my, it's funny, my brother is in St. Louis, but my, the rest of my family is all in Kansas City. I'm actually, I was just talking today to my mom and my, my, um, my goddaughter is out there with my best friend as well. So I'm thinking I'm just going to take a road trip because I can't leave my cats. So I think I'm going to load the cats up and head back to Kansas City for a week or so. Just no, right now. Uh, I think in like June. Yeah. Once things right open on. back up. Well, yeah, just because my girlfriend's birthday is in mid-June, so I thought I'm going to bring her and my goddaughter back to L.A. with me, and that'll be, like, her birthday present since well, I can't cool. really get anywhere. Yeah. I thought you could leave cats. I thought that was the beauty of cats. You could just leave them. Yeah, but here's the – I normally have a sitter system, like a rover that comes in and, like, watches them while I'm gone, but now that fucking we're in a goddamn global pandemic and – Los Angeles won't open back up. I can't even get that system. So I'm like, I can't leave them for, I mean, I would be gone for probably two weeks driving yeah. to Kansas City and back and like visiting my family. I can't leave. That's them. a hard one. It was when you go, hey, I'm going to come visit. You're like, great. And you're like, I'm also, I'm going to bring my cat and dog. Like I have to bring my dog. Right. So you have to bring your cats. And right. Like, ah, right. Maybe. Also though, like I'll get a hotel. Like I prefer to be in a hotel. That's why like my plan before this goddamn pandemic was to buy a like a fourplex in Kansas City, and that way I can rent out three of them and keep one of them for myself when I go to town. Yeah. So, but now this whole fucking thing happened and put a wrench in my plan. It hasn't ended my plan. It's just gonna prolong it. But now I'm like, right. I don't even know for how long. So. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder what happens to the housing market after this. I wonder how many people have it's left. It's got to boast. I mean, this idea that like, you, know you don't need to be in New York, LA, in the world where we just figured out that everybody can work from home. Right. Now, all of a sudden, it's a right. whole different experience. Right, right, right. How well, are you going to justify to your employer that you need to like to be there? when you just right. ran your job successfully for eight weeks from home. You go, I don't know I either. I need to be at work uh, to make my job successfully happen. That's true. Well, no, with OnlyFans, you kind of can just do it from anywhere. No, you can trust just... me, I can't masturbate in any more creative ways. Like, I, I need partners. I see. But you can stack it, like I do with this podcast. You just show up to 20, put some ice yeah. on your puss, and then go home. <laughs> You don't know how vaginas work. <laughs> <laughs> you just show up, do 20, and you'll be fun. Pronounce that word for me again. What is it? Vagina? What is it? What is that word? Um, no, so what we're going to say. So you're talking about Kansas City. You're fourplex. Liking hotels. I don't think, I don't yeah. think the hotel thing. I don't. 
I don't what? Oh, I love a hotel life. Well, also, um, I was like, like a classy version of homeless for a year out here. Um, and so I just kind of traveled and lived in hotels and Airbnbs and whatnot. Um, so I love hotel life. I think it is the most amazing. In fact, my apartment is very much like a hotel. It's like, <laughs> in what way? everything is, I just really like order and cleanliness and not a lot of clutter, you know? So I live a very hotel life. Yeah. Wait, so uh, you had on your list, I didn't get to, I keep getting distracted. On your list, you had dinner. Why do you have to put dinner on list? Will you forget to eat or is there, or do you have like a date that needs to be? No, because it tells me that I'm going to cook dinner. That's what dinner means. It means that I'm not going to like order Postmates like I did last night. It means like I'm going to cook dinner. So yeah, that's what putting dinner on there means. It means so make is, dinner, you lazy bitch. It's basically me telling myself to cook. And if it doesn't <laughs> make it on the Post-it note, it couldn't happen. Well, because it's on the note, I want to check it off. So I'll do it. I see. You see, because I'm a crazy person. <laughs> I was gonna say like like this tendencies of highly successful people, but if you, I mean, you can call it crazy. It's your it's your thing. Well, everybody else calls me crazy, so it is what it is. <laughs> you don't have to feed into their thing. Yeah. People um, open my refrigerator and they're always like, "You have issues," and I'm like, "Because I like." I like all the things in my refrigerator to be Wait, 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 wait. We skipped the refrigerator part of the tour. Let's do the refrigerator now, so I understand what's Well, happening. it's kind of bare right now, so I don't even know that it's gonna look impressive, to be honest with you, because I need it. The grocery store's on my list for tomorrow. You gotta bring us. You can't bring the fridge. So it's not really impressive right now, because I don't have a lot of things in it. Well, so what does it normally have? But everything is faced that is in it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the V8s are all facing one way, the Cronas are facing one way, the Crescents are facing one way, all the labels are out, so you see what everything is. But normally I would have like stacks of things because I like- Okay, so what's in your diet? Like, what are we looking at here? Is that like tuna fish? What is that? Tuna fish? What are you talking about? Tuna what's this, what's this? I'm well, trying this to point it Yeah, what is that? Rice and chicken. Cooked rice Grilled and chicken. Grilled chicken and rice, and these are Carrots. <laughs> Carrots. And they're in some Tupperware things. I'm lame. Yeah. And right now, I like literally need to go to the grocery store. I have like lettuce and potatoes. You have more bacon, things than I have when it's not a And party. strawberries. Someone sent me chocolate-covered strawberries yesterday, so I have a fuck ton of chocolate-covered strawberries, which who needs okay. that many chocolate That was at the P.O. Box? Well, that is somebody that I am working with on my project, actually. So they know my home address. So real no, address. That's yeah. So back, to, so back to this thing. So you, you feel like because you do some stuff in New York, you, you're semi-bicoastal. But you can't just claim New York. So many people I go know, all their lives live, trying to get New York. When I was homeless, I was living there a lot of the time as well. Yeah. You know? So like when I was, was this? Bougie homeless period of time. <laughs> God, this was a couple years ago. Um, probably three years ago now. Yeah. I don't, yeah, it was when it's not I fair to call home. yourself homeless in that situation. Well, I, I was still. This is what I tell everybody. I was making six figures, but I was homeless because my credit was shit. So I had money, but no one would rent to me. 
Uh, so I, I had to spend the year basically building up my credit and being homeless until <laughs> I um, got my credit back up. It was good enough to like um, get a place. But I actually, so your best scenario would have been like subletting off somebody and that's not where you wanted to be. Well, I kind of did that in the end. I, because um, towards uh, one of the points in times I was like couch surfing as well. And my buddy was like, hey, um, I have a friend who has an apartment. And I was like, or has an extra room in her apartment. And I was like, eh, I don't really get along with women. And he was like, just meet her. He was like, you don't have a fucking place to go. Just meet her. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. All right. So I'm What happens with women? Why don't you get along with women? Um, it's not that I don't get along with women. It's just that it's really hard for a lot of women to understand what I do without casting a judgment on it. Um, so, but this chick did not cast a judgment. She worked out fabulously well. Her and I are still really good friends and she actually lives one street over from where I live now. Nice. So I watched this building be built. I'm like the first person to ever live in my apartment. So. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Cool. So, uh, but yeah, she's fucking amazing. She's like a world traveler. She's a yoga instructor and massage therapist. She like massages the governor of fucking um, California. Like she's bougie I, traveler. I remember this about you. Like, you were very complimentary of people that you <laughs> like. You like, like, I think our first episode was you talking about uh, your old roommate, gay dude, right? Yeah, 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 Wesley, yeah. And uh, and so I still follow him because of that. Like, I, he <laughs> yeah. shows up in my feed because of your, like, glowing uh, recommendations Reviews. of him as a person and the fact that yeah. you really wanted him not to be gay. That was kind of what the first episode was. You were telling us about how you wanted him not to be gay. <laughs> when we first met, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. He's hot, yeah. Yeah, no, I like, no, so I like this about you, the fact that you got your people's backs. It's a rare and beautiful thing. Oh, well, thanks. What? Okay, so Kansas City. It is funny because your brother moved to St. Louis because that's the big city. That's the first step in being too hot for Kansas City is you go to St. Louis. <laughs> then if you're too hot no. for St. Louis, you go to Chicago. You're too hot for Chicago, you go to New York or L.A. That's the hierarchy. Right. No, he went to St. Louis for a job. So, And then he stayed for a girl. So... Yeah. Okay. And well, now being too hot money. and being too talented, the same thing. You're too skilled for a city. Oh, my brother was way too talented for any of that. He still is. He just chose not to like go with his talents, and he chose to like go and do. I don't even know. He's fine. He's a successful man. You don't man, like the but... girl. He's still with the girl. Oh no, no no! I love the girl. He's actually just got engaged on Mother's Day to a new. A new woman, not, he was married to his ex-wife for 10 years. This is new, he just got engaged um, on Sunday. So, and I love no, him. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he like does corporate shit. He runs like restaurants and whatnot, but he's so talented. He could have done so many things if he would have just like given it a real chance. So, well, which, which, if you could pick his career, what would he do? He would be out here in Los Angeles being like a singer. He's incredible. He was the number one oh, wow. tenor in the state of Missouri um, four years in a row, um, all through high school. He got a full ride scholarship to college on his voice. He traveled the world singing. He's incredible. He tried out for American Idol <coughs> one time and didn't make it and gave up. 
excuse me. Sorry, I got. So good, are you dying? Probably a cat hair. And I just ingested that they fly randomly in my house. Yeah, especially <laughs> like those little white ones. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to die from these cats. It's hard. I, I don't have a ton of allergy things, but the cat thing always fucks me up. And you it just gets on everything. Here. I know. How are you wearing Forever. black? Because I only put on this because my maintenance man had to come at noon. So up until noon, I was naked shooting other kinds of videos. And then I put this on, only sat at my kitchen table, ate my sandwich while he did my maintenance. And then I talked to you. And then I'm gonna go get my bike. So I'm not sitting on my couch. See, Wait, so you've already got the bike figured out. I gotta go get one. So there's right by my mailbox, there is a like a bike store. And it's open. Yeah, I drove by it last time and it was open, but last week when I drove by it, I literally thought, oh, well, we're gonna get off of quarantine on the 15th. So I don't wanna buy a bike now, it's at the end of quarantine. You know, the Wait, did, they, did they declare the 15th of May in California? Well, they had said that originally, but now we just got pushed until August. August. So, yeah. That was the thing. So I heard random uh, ramblings in New York about how maybe they'll lift the, um, what's the law with the, the gathering? That maybe yeah. they'll lift that for June. But yeah. you said August, which means what's happening in this whole thing is that people are looking at other experts yeah. and then whatever everybody decides, we're just going with that. So if California does August, that means for sure New York will be looking at July or August. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So when I found that out, I was like, I'm going to, I found it out. I found this out last night. And so I put it on my list. And I was like, I'm going to buy a fucking, and you're just gonna buy a goddamn like, bike. like Carol Baskin down the highway. Yeah. I mean, I got that little um, indoor thing when quarantine first started. It was my first purchase in quarantine. <laughs> um, but then that doesn't like, it's not as challenging as I want it to be. You can't bring it up. Yeah, you can crank it, but you can't stand on it and bike too well, you know? Like, it's just not as much cardio as I wanted it to be. It's more of a leg workout, because you're kind of just sitting and moving your legs. It's not yeah. like... Why is it not in your home gym? Because it matches better to the things in my living room, and I <laughs> like it when I'm watching TV, so. Because it makes me feel like I'm not being as lazy watching TV. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm watching TV and may as well sweat on my yeah. stuff. I don't like the indoor working out. I don't like sweating on my things. That's like my biggest well, thing. Well, as soon as I'm done working out, I go take a shower and rent. I know, but like I'm gonna, like if I had it in my living room, I'm just gonna drip everywhere. Do you know what I mean? You're that sweaty? Oh, I'm not yeah. a drip sweater. Oh, I'm it's like healthy. A, I'm like a perspirator. Like, no, if it drips, once I got like, to high school, I started just like it just comes from here, like in drops. Like when I hike and stuff, I'll put a whole thing on my head. Like I'll go full. Now that I got the quarantine beard, I'm full like Arab setup with the thing and the whole. And it just catches it all. Otherwise, it's in my eyes and I can't see shit. It's horrible. No, I only have like the sexiest sweat drops ever. Like just the ones that run down the small of my back into my ass. Like that's the only sweat I get. <laughs> The rest of me is just moist. Like, I just, like, just wet, glistening skin. It just skin. bubbles up. 
just just uh-huh. past the skin and it yeah. just stays there that's it doesn't what even move it really is like, <laughs> like, just like sweat like it just stays on top <laughs> yeah okay wait so i've been doing these I'm things so that i can I have like perfectly i don't know how to <laughs> i don't like it so uh i've been doing these things where we do the um safe for work content where we do like a like a physical challenge kind of deal I'm gonna, because we're in quarantine, we can't do it together. So I'm wondering if okay. once we get off here, we can come up with an idea of something you can do and then I'll like make a reaction okay. video that's like the same. Okay. What do you have? Like what's your superhuman skill? It's my superhuman skill? I don't know, can you do weird like handstick? Can you do like a backflip? Can you do something weird that I can't do? Oh, definitely, definitely not. I definitely cannot do that. Um, well, uh, I don't know if I have any cool moves. Got normal workout moves. They're not cool. All right, we'll brainstorm. We'll figure it out. Um, okay. Okay. So we have a limitation. Shout out Zoom. I don't know why, but uh, we have a limitation of forty minutes that we can do this. Thing. Okay. Even though it said if I scheduled the thing that I could do more than forty minutes, but now it's giving me a timer. This is four four minutes and forty seconds. Tick so tick tick tick. Your stuff. Yeah. So if you say yes. dot X Y Z, is that what it is? Yes. Yes. And then YouTube, sexy, funny, raw. Yeah, Bam. you're doing great on that thing. That's uh, you. Did you have that podcast when I first interviewed you? Yeah, I had the podcast, but I just recently started like changing up the channel um, and adding more frequent, quicker videos. Yeah, and they were not originally supposed to just be all me, but then we went into quarantine, so they have just been me. But yeah. I am going to incorporate my other comedy friends and other porn friends to do those videos with me when uh, when we can. So. What do you think it is for your career? Because your your comedy, your your porn, right now, what's the what's the pie chart? Is it eighty what's porn, the... twenty comedy? Oh man, you know. Okay, so obviously we're in quarantine, so porn has really stopped for me. But right before porn, or right before quarantine, I mean, man, all of the things are just really popping for me um in all of my directions so i'd probably have to go like ooh, i don't even know i'd probably say 60 percent porn just because it's a greater income pusher for me and then 30 percent comedy and then 10 percent other you know like i've just got like you know other stuff happening you know maybe that 10 percent's the podcast i don't even know but it's all just good Maybe I can fill that in with, I feel like I'm at like a 200%. Like all my things are just on good places, you know? Oh, excuse me. <laughs> I know. I know. It feels good though. It feels really good. It's weird because I shouldn't be this happy just knowing that I just got uh, set up for three more months of quarantine, but I'm like, my mindset is just uh, in such a good place. I was so ready to be out of quarantine that I'm like, I still yeah. think good things can happen, you know? Well, you did, a, you did a live stream video with me on Friday. So I've kind of decided finally to like bite the bullet and go, that's a thing we're doing. And I think I came up with a format that's a little bit better than having 50 people on screen at a time and doing the thing, right? So now I've committed to these videos, but then I had this panic attack yesterday when I, people started to seem like they were gonna leave quarantine. It's like, I just figured out how to do this. Yeah. And now we're going to come out of it. And so now I have anxiety now for not. going back to real life. But now we're maybe not coming out. Maybe we are. Texas is open. They've opened for concerts. The world's gone crazy. I'm driving to Arizona to get my nails done. So. What? How is that? A th- why? 
because Arizona's open and Reagan Fox lives there and she's a really good friend. So we're going to go hang out and go get our nails done. Okay. Fair enough. I'll take that. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on the Porn Search People podcast. We're going to come up with a fun thing, safe for work. Um, but thank you to my guest, Sylvia Saint for being here. Yay. Thank you. It's nice to see your face. Bye. Bye.